You're listening to Simply Stogies, a podcast dedicated to the cigar enthusiast. Light up a stogie, sit back, relax, while James brings you along on his cigar journey. Simply Stogies will review cigars, discuss topics that cigar aficionados find important, sit down with guests from across the industry, and we'll probably learn a few things along the way. Now, here's your host of Simply Stogies, James. Welcome to Simply Stogies. I am your host, James. This is a special PCA 2022 trade show uh, episode. I am here with a very special guest, Dan Revanelli from 505 Cigar Reviews. Dan, welcome to the program. I appreciate it, James. Thank you so much for having me on, man. This is awesome. No, dude, I love your channel. I love your reviews. Uh, you, you, We're going to get into all of this. We're going to get into the YouTube fiasco. We're going to get into how you review cigars. We're going to get into your Instagram, your Rumble, all of your socials. Uh, and I'll make sure that it's all in the uh, uh, show notes so that our, our fans can go take a, take a look, take a listen. But why don't you rattle them off for me? Where can the fans find you? So you can find me over on Instagram at 505 underscore cigar underscore review. Uh, you can find me over on Facebook, Daniel Ravinelli. Uh, you can follow the channel page if you want, although I'm not as active on the channel Facebook page, 505 Cigar Review, uh, Rumble, 505 Cigar Review Show, uh, LinkedIn, all that. If you go over to my Instagram page, though, and you follow me there, there's a link tree uh, that will take you to everything that is 505. Absolutely. And all that will be in the show notes, so you don't have to try to quickly write that down. You can just click on it uh, and hopefully be able to get there. So, Dan... What do you think of the PCA trade show? Let's start there because we're here, 2022. This is your first trade show. Uh, this is my first PCA trade show. Now, I've been to what it was before and what it was before before that. So I'd been here in 2004 and 2005. I was here in 2017, and then this is 2022. So it's, it's been a few years since yes. you've been here. How does this show compare to the 2017 IPCPR? Um. Boy, there's way more uh, smaller and boutique brands that have popped up that really are like wanting to to show the world that we're here, you know, and and based upon what I'm seeing out there, they're almost outnumbering the uh, the legacy brands that we all know that have been, you know, which I consider legacy brand. Those that have been around 10, 12 plus years. Absolutely. Do you think... That they're going to stick around, though, these smaller brands with the economy and inflation and everything? I think some of the, I think the vast majority of them will just because I've seen them around. And the ones that I've seen are not brand spanking new companies. These are companies that I've, that I've heard of or I've smoked their cigars for the last three, four years. So, you know, they've, they've weathered through a few of the storms out there prior and, uh, you know, making the name for themselves. I've only seen two or three companies that this is really like, this is our first, our company's only been around for a year. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. So now that that's out of the way, well, I'm sure we'll probably circle back to the trade show at some point in our conversation, but I really want to find out more about you, Dan. When did you start smoking cigars? So I started 
you know, I had some, a few in high school, but you know, it's like, you know, the flavored and the, the trash. I, I really got into it in my late teens when I was like a junior in high school watching the movies and all the cool guys smoke cigars. Anybody was who, and I was fascinated by it. The day I turned 18, I skipped school. I drove 30 minutes to Santa Fe to the cigar shop in New Mexico. And uh, I walked in and I go, today's my 18th birthday. I don't know anything about cigars. I want to learn. And the guys, uh, the owner of the shop, his son, and then some guys in the shop, they're like, oh, oh yeah, sure, not a problem. Went into the humidor. They showed me around. They kind of gave me an idea of what, you know, what everything was. And so I go, well, how about this? How about you pick out three sticks you think are good for me? And so they gave, picked out three sticks. I go, how much are you? Go, Don't worry about it. Try them. Uh, if you like if you like them, come back and buy more. And uh, I had no clue that essentially they're crack dealers. You know, that is exa- first, I was just going to say first hit's free. That's uh, right. You get the first taste, hit's free. First taste is free. The yeah, next one's good. So they you. gave me three. I lit one up and I immediately go, "This is phenomenal." The taste, the flavors. I was just like, "Wow, this is awesome." And I've been hooked ever since then. So I've been smoking. So you can say as a regular smoker, 22 years. 22 years as a regular smoker. How many do you smoke a day? Uh, it ver- it honestly varies. There are some days I won't smoke any at all. And I, I'll, and then there are other days I'll smoke one or two. And then there are days I'll have five or six. It all depends on my mood, what I'm doing, where I'm going. You know, like after this trade show's over, I'm not going to probably smoke for two weeks. Um, just because I, I want to have a, a I got to reset my palate because I've been smoking so much and it's unfair for me to to do my job, you know, putting out reviews on a dirty palate where, yeah. you know, I may not I'm not giving the person I'm not giving the company or the stick the appreciation it deserves by smoking dirty. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, and I want to get into the into the reviews, but how many have you, have you been smoking each day here at the trade show? I I've lost count. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I empty my pocket at the end of the day, and I don't know. There's anywhere between eight and thirty bands in my pocket, so I you know, just... it's insane. Is there anything here at the trade show that's really caught your interest, where you have been like, oh, this this is the one to look for? Um, you know. I really was excited for uh, the Fuente Padron release. That was really the biggest thing. You know, once that was announced, they were going to do it here. Because you're a big Padron guy. I'm a huge Padron guy. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be there for this. I am going to stake out a seat. But that's it, it's funny that you say that because, yeah, I'm, I'm a big Padron guy. But at the same time, you're like, I'm also a boutique guy. Yes. And there couldn't be... Anything more legacy than Padron. But you also got to remember that with Padron, they don't advertise. No. You know, and they tend to, when you walk into a humidor, they tend to be in the back corner if it's not if it's not a shop that alphabetizes their, their stock. It tends to be in the back corner in the area where they keep the boutique cigars because they don't advertise. They don't pay for space. If they're up front, that's a store owner who knows good quality sticks and it's like no i want people to buy these the rest of them they put them in the back corner because they won't pay for space they don't pay for advertising you know so in my mind that's smart because the the brand sells itself 
So you have been smoking for 22 years. Big Padron guy. You like boutiques. What possessed you to say, I think I can review cigars. I think I'll put my opinion out there. So, you know, like everybody else with COVID, through COVID, you had nothing to do. However, I live in a state that doesn't care and tells you do whatever you want to do. Wyoming is a very nice state. It is. You know, so... You know, by August, everything was back open everywhere, but the the lounge never, the lounge, I think, closed for a month and then reopened and uh, was open. So I'm hanging out at the lounge and we're talking about sticks. And which lounge is this? So I usually, and so in Cheyenne, I hang out at the Drew Estate Lounge at the Smoker Friendly. Oh, there you go. Uh, that's the only cigar shop in town. So Yeah, so uh, we're friends with uh, Shad from Janice Coffee Roasters. He lives right outside of Cheyenne and- mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I drove to the trade show last year and I went through Cheyenne. I was like, I'll stop at some cigar lounges. And I got into Cheyenne about six or seven o'clock and everything is closed on a weeknight at like six or seven o'clock. And I'm mm. like, oh, well. Yep. And there's only one cigar shop in town. Yep. So, you know, you're, they're open seven to seven. <laughs> okay. So you're, you're, you're at the shop. I'm just talking with the guys at the shop and the guys go, you know, and we're talking about a stick and I'm like, you know, I, the, and somebody had a stick that I'd smoked, you know, a few times before. Smoking, I go, and he's lighting it up. I go, then that stick is fantastic. I go, I love the nuances, the flavors on the stick. I go, I go, you know, I don't know exactly how your palate is, but you should be getting hit right now with just some fresh cracked pepper and like just this minor subtle sweetness going in. And the guy's like, dude. Everyone there's like, man, you know so much about tobacco. Like literally, like we could talk about a leaf and you know so much about the tobacco. You know, you should do a show. And I'm like, I don't think there's really a a spot for me to do that. I go, there's a lot of content that's out there now, you know, with COVID people have been doing all that, but no, man, you're funny. You have a, just do it. See what it's like. I said, okay. So I said, I'll do it. I'll give it a week. And if it goes nowhere. Yeah. Okay. No. No loss. So, I did. I filmed my first show. the The cigar fell apart on me on the filming. <laughs> you know, I I kind of kept myself off because I'm like, I think people want to see the stick. They don't want to see me, and and stuff. I filmed it. I I dropped it. It uploaded. You know, on um, within the neck within a day, I had I I had like twenty subscribers. Nice. And everybody, and I had people going, hey, are you going to show yourself? I mean, is this how it's going? I'm like, honestly, this is my first show. I didn't know what to expect. Is I go, I can, I'm going, I'm taking everything you say, the criticism, and I'm going to put it in to try and make it better. So then I started dropping. Within a, within a month, I was at 50 subscribers. And I'm like, I think I'm on to something. I, uh, people like the shows. And it's just kind of grew from there. It did. It grew from there and it grew organically because, you know, we can't advertise on Facebook. We can't advertise on Instagram. It's all, it's all word of mouth and it's mm. all, Hey, go check this guy out. Hey, go read this article. Go, go listen to this podcast. And, and the cigar community is pretty good about that mm-hmm. and letting people know, Hey, this is some good content. But recently, and this is where I think you and I are probably going to rant for a little bit. Uh, YouTube decided to really go after cigar smokers and they took down a lot of channels. Oh, yeah. They didn't take ours down, uh, but they were 
on their way to do so. So we removed our content. We moved to Rumble. Um, they kept trying to get his strikes and taking certain videos down for reasons that, that didn't exist. Uh, and saying it communi- uh, violated community guidelines. What community guidelines specifically? So we cannot do that again. It violated community guidelines. They don't want to tell us which one specifically. Right. Your, your, your video, we age restricted a video that's already age restricted. Right. Right. Okay. Whatever. I don't get why, but sure. Right. So you were on YouTube. Uh, for, so you said you started with 2020. Yeah, uh, September, September 30th of 2020 was my very first show. So you're on there for a couple of years and mm. then this happens. What, like, and, but you blew up. You started to get support. I did, you know, cause I posted a video and I was going about my day. And then the next thing you know, I get a email saying I got a strike and, uh, strike against me and I'm suspended for seven days. And I'm like, for what? And then within 20 minutes of that, I get an email, another email telling me that the suspension has been extended to 30 days. And I violated, I violated subsection 7B, paragraph 14 through 19. Uh, and I was like, holy shit, what was this? So I started going through the terms of services. I'm looking through, I go, what, what did I do? I can't find it anywhere in there. I think now, and I might be, I might be wrong, but I think what they were doing is they were watching our videos. Guys like you and me, there were guys like uh, Cigar Obsession and Cigars Daily. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, you know, we say, "Hey, we've got a deal with so and so. Go here, use this code, get fifteen percent off your cigars." Now that's for a lot of different. That's for a lot of different people. Now, mind you. Uh, Cigar Prop, Cigar Obsession, Cigars Daily. Those are massive shows. I'm nowhere on the same level as those guys. Neither are we. And after I looked and I wrote the, I wrote back on an email. I go, there's no, this, this rule in the terms of services isn't there. So I go, why are you just making stuff up? I get about an hour later, I get a PDF file and I read through it. I'm violating a rule that's not a rule yet. There was a rule that was created in April of 2022 that was retroactive to January 1st, 2022, doesn't take effect till June 1st of 2022, and gives them the authority to enact it early for those individuals who are grossly negligent in violating this policy. Now, mind you, that was one of the words that they used prior to me seeing that that email grossly that I was negligent. grossly negligent. I violated the rule of being a non-monetized channel monetizing off of advertisers. Not having YouTube's approval for advertisers, not having uh, my advertisers approved by YouTube and creating ads for my advertisers that were not YouTube approved. That is what I was suspended for. Yeah. Not for anything in the content that I did but for having advertisers. Right. Advertisers where, and we talked about this before because we don't, we don't take a lot of sponsorships here. We have, uh, a, a deal with, uh, Oxford Cigar Company. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, hey, use our code, simply stogies, you get 15% off, right? Mm-hmm. And then we get a little bit back. There's a little bit of a kickback. I'm honest with my, with my listeners. There's, there's a little bit of a kickback and it's not much. I think it's 5%. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and there's, there's nothing inherently wrong with that. We're not, 
trying to get kids to smoke no. cigars, which I think is a ridiculous argument anyway. So when when this all happened, were you freaking out? Were you panicking? I was. I was panicking because I was like, Holy, what, what is going on? I was panicked. And I, uh, I, I called Kevin Cigar Prop because he'd be, he's been going through that right now. And he goes, dude, you got to get on Rumble and get all your content moved over there before they, because they're going to delete your stuff. And I go, okay. And so I started going, and I didn't understand how to do the Rumble. And I called Kevin back. I go, dude, can you help me walk me through this? He's like, yeah. I mean, such a gracious guy with his time. Spent half the day with me, talking to me on the phone, getting everything all set up. And I go, I have all the original videos backed up on an external hard drive. Wow. He goes, that good, good. Just get everything over there. Oh. With a, a week later, uh, a year's worth of videos were deleted by YouTube. Uh, three weeks, uh, another year's worth of videos were completely deleted by YouTube. By the time my 30-day suspension was up, the only thing left were the live content and like two other videos. They went through and wiped my end. And I just ended up just deleting everything else off of there. Uh, because I'm like, I'm not, uh, forget it, man. Forget it. It's I'm not-, not, I don't want to take the chance. Kevin found out that they don't care about the live content. Uh, or shorts, or they care about the pre-recorded content. They're not. They they're leaving you at this point. They're not paying attention to any of the live content. Not yet. Not yet. So my YouTube channel is still active, but it's only for live content. So when I go on Monday nights live with my interviews, that's there. It's on YouTube. It's uh, YouTube and Facebook. It's simulcasted. There you go. Every Monday night, what time? Uh, 7 p.m. Mountain, um, 8 p.m. Central. So what's your process? I mean, okay, so look, we, we talked about YouTube. We talked about, uh, you know, moving over. We've talked about how long you've been smoking. What's your process for reviewing a cigar? Because everybody's process is different. And, you know, you look at Cigar Aficionado and Cigar Snob and Cigar Journal, and they have these boxes. And you've got to tick the boxes, and then there's... What's your process? Well, f- because I'm on the boutique side of things, I'm, which I think is part of why I've had this sustainability because I'm not going after cigars everybody has smoked a thousand times. I'm trying to bring you new cigars that or new brands you may have never have heard of before. So, you know, my process behind that is I'm looking for unique sticks that I don't think a lot of people may have smoked. And that's what I'm going for smoking. I do the research on the brand. I do the research on the stick, the history behind the stick. And I try and get as much information about the blend as possible. And then basically I just give you from my perspective on it. You know, what are my cold draw notes? What am I, you know, first, third, second, third, final thoughts? Is it a good cigar? Isn't it? Yay or nay? Is it a stick for me or not? Even if it's not a stick for me, you know, I know there are a lot of people watching who go, I like those flavors. Then I definitely, then you need to go pick this stick up because it's for you. Now, I didn't tell you we were going to talk about this. We talked about this offline earlier. And I think it's interesting because I didn't know that this, that this had happened to you. But you reviewed a LCA stick, Liga, uh, the, the Liga or the Pravada Club. So I, re- I reviewed the Persian rug from Pravada Cigar Company. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And what did you... <laughs> What did you do? You remember what you rated that cigar? I uh, I just I 
I rated it like a, a three out of five. Okay, so a three out of five. That's not. That's a solid cigar. It's a solid cigar. And again, I, I, I couldn't. Tra- it, it wasn't a stick for me because the flavors didn't hit my palate. Not in your wheelhouse. They're not on my wheelhouse. But I'm not going to trash this. I'm not going to lower the stick down because it wasn't for me. Right. And, and and that's okay. So when I look at other reviewers, and I'm not going to mention names, because but I will say. Mayo, Thousand Island dressing, and copy paper. Uh, and that'll moon, give you. And the moon rocks and the club baby seal leather. Yeah, exactly. Mayan chocolate. Yes. Uh, Himalayan, pink Himalayan sea salt. <laughs> I think we all know what I'm talking about. Uh, we, we don't do that. No. You and I don't do that. It's more of, look, these are the notes I'm getting. The, the, and it's, and always, I, it's always the same notes. It's leather, it's chocolate. I, it's, I, I don't get it as detailed. Look, it, it's, it's cinnamon. I'll tell you. Yeah, I'm picking up cinnamon. I may even tell you. Yeah, there's like a there's like a bit of sweetness coming a off the cinnamon. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna. I I can't tell you that that's Congonese cinnamon. I don't know. <laughs> What's the difference? To me, cinnamon is cinnamon. You know. Right. So you rate this cigar, uh, the Persian rug. You give it a three. It's a solid cigar. And with my with my rating scale at simplystogies.com, it's it's one through ten. Right, yeah. and then it, there's there's varying le- levels, so nine point three, eight point six, like all of that. Yeah, and I, for me, anything that's like an eight point two and above is a solid stick. Yeah, it's a, go try three, it. Three three is a solid stick. I couldn't tr- I couldn't take the stick down. Look, the enjoyability factor for me, the I had the stick had the enjoyable feel because it was unique and yeah. different. So even though it didn't sit right on my palate, I still enjoyed smoking the right. stick. So I couldn't. I couldn't lower the numbers on that. It was more so how the flavor sat on my palate. It just wasn't for you. It just wasn't for me. And I even said that. I said, it's not for me. I go, but look, this is a different and unique stick. I go, really think everybody should go try this stick and see if you like it. Because I think this is going to be a stick. You either love it or you hate it. That's that's right. where you need to be. And that's sometimes I'll put that in my reviews. Oop. If it's a if it's a eight point two, eight point three, I'll, I'll say, look, your mileage may vary. You yeah. may love this cigar. For me, the flavors aren't what I personally like, and we try to take that out. We only we only weight that uh, yeah. a half a point. But what happened was what you you put this review. I put out. the review out there. And the next the next day, I get I get text messages from Brian Descent at Pravada, livid, calling me an amateur. I'm not gonna follow you. I, you're you're trash. <laughs> uh, this is just you know I can't believe you would you know I can't believe nobody can take you seriously. You're a joke to this commu- to the cigar community. I mean, to literally trashing me in text messages. Almost like all right, whatever this dude. And then it carried over into an Instagram post feed in which he <laughs> persists to trash me hard. And I'm like, dude. I'm like, I don't know what you want from me, man. The stick wasn't for me. I didn't tell people not to buy it. I just said it wasn't for me. Right. What do you want? Because you love a stick. Everybody should love a stick. Right. No way, man. It wasn't for me. And I told people to go buy it. I told people to go to your website, go buy it. I they People needed to experience this stick. I honestly felt that. People should experience it because it's different and unique. And I think people should have... Should really go and try Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So it wasn't disparaging people from getting it. It just wasn't for me. 
Other people tried chiming in. It wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. And then his Providian cult members got in, involved. <laughs> uh, like, hey, you know, uh, it, yeah, he wasn't having any of it. And all of a sudden, that video blew up on YouTube. I mean, everybody went over there to go see what I had to say. And people were like, why was Brian trashing you for this? I'm like, why? Because I called his baby ugly. That's why. Well, that's I mean, why if you make an ugly baby make an ugly baby now you know that's why he i i said his baby was ugly and he he got butt hurt <laughs> i i usually i usually try to stay away from controversy now there's a there's an old saying and it's not really all that old it's probably about 20 years old controversy creates cash yeah and i i try to stay away from controversy i try to stay away from the the political side of it but brian is an interesting character and he's he he wears his feelings on his sleeve, yes. and and there's something to be said about that. But you don't go and you don't trash somebody. Nobody else does that. Like if you look at Crown Heads and the relationship with Mayo, Thousand Island Dressing, mm-hmm. and Copy Paper, he, he he lets it roll off his back. And you know I, I'll say something about it on on Instagram, and you know I'll get a message back saying, yeah, I don't know, they got us stuck in the '70s like the Love Boat. <laughs> He just lets that stuff slide off his back, but Brian doesn't let no, let him do doesn't. that. He always feels attacked, and I think uh, the the best um, example of that is when the PCA uh, put out their their memo about hey don't don't name cigars after kids characters, don't name cigars after ice cream. Like that's that's going to get us in trouble with the FDA. Let's police ourselves. And I'm like I I don't like that marketing either. That I, that marketing is not for me. Is it for you? Not really, but for somebody of my age, you know, a lot of that stuff hits nostalgia because it's stuff it's characters we grew up with. Absolutely. But I I understand that when you put Mayor McCheese on on the band, <laughs> you know, Somebody would, but I'm also fully competent in knowing kids don't care about cigars. Right. A kid, a kid may like the band and want the band, but he's not going to smoke the cigar. Absolutely, the kid's more concerned with vaping and weed than he is with the cigar. And 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 that's just it. And for me, I'm like, I don't have to like the way he markets things. No, but there's nothing wrong with it. No, I respect the dude as a hustler because he is uh, he's uh, a total absolutely. hustler. I respect. That out of him. He has carved a niche in an yes. industry that's basically said, fuck you. That's right. And you know, you I, I you go around here and you talk to the manufacturers who work with him, and they go, Yeah, you know, he always comes with the cash, so I do business with him, but otherwise I probably wouldn't. He's got but, the cash. But what he did for you in his Instagram rant against you was give you more views, give yeah. you more followers, and people are like, ah. So he kind of helped you he out. He did, and, he, and, and then that's where you started seeing kind of people exiting out of Pravada because people always heard Brian has a short fuse, he and does. that and that he and and he loses his cool and he trashes people, and a lot of people hadn't seen it. They hadn't seen him go off on these rants. And this was this was the first time people saw it happen publicly and they're like oh man everything we've heard about him is true look i like brian i've interviewed brian i've 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 never talked to the guy i don't know him from adam he seems like a he's a fun dude he's a fun interview i enjoyed interviewing him i'm like dude the guy is great i i thoroughly enjoyed sitting down and talking with him and doing an interview great dude but he's way too sensitive 
And he's now created this whole, he's created this, it's literally a cult. When you're seeing. I don't know if it's a cult, but I don't know. Tattoos of, you're getting your body tattooed with the Pravada emblem. You're standing up and defending. Oh, but there are guys who get tattooed over. He's starting to wear white jumpsuits. What? All right. I'm not, I don't want to disparage anybody I, I'm here. not, but it's coming across, I'll, let me rephrase that. It's com, It comes across culty. Okay. Yeah, it, there's a following, but Tatawahe has a following. It does. Drew it, Estate has a following. It does. Crown Heads has a following. Castagli has a following. I'm a huge Castagli fanboy. I am too. So, you know, I, I, I understand what you're saying, and I, I think he certainly went overboard and should have probably just let he it should. roll off his back. He should have. But you, so you've interviewed Brian. That's a big get for, yes. for for a podcast for a media type like you and I. Who who else have you interviewed? Uh, Matt Booth, uh, Henderson Ventura. Um, uh, just on my just on the the Thursday shows that we put on. You know, those have been the three or four really big big guests for us because you know. Uh, you know, every single one of them is different and unique in their own way. But yet, I think all four of them are important people in our industry. Absolutely, for what they do. Absolutely, Brian as a hustler and a promoter. He's important for it, the it, industry. He's important to Absolutely. the industry, and he's somebody who I think the industry needs because he shakes up a lot of this this old man's idea and club in there. And I think it's good. Yeah, no, for sure. This, it's funny when when I before I got into cigars, I always used to think it's a it's an old fat white guy thing. Yes, and I became an old fat white guy, and it became it was it was true. It was a (laughs) self fulfilled prophecy. Uh, but it's not that anymore. There are more women smoking now yes. than ever before. There are more people of color smoking now than ever before. And before inflation, it started to go nuts. You're seeing more women-owned companies Absolutely. in this industry. More people so, of color-owned yes. industry. It's 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 more diverse than than ever. Than I can recall. Yeah. For as long as I've been involved in, and he came in, he shook that up. He's he showed a different way. The way it's not he, all. It's all not. It's not stuffy, no, and it's not to make it fun yeah. and, and exciting and i love how he promotes stuff i love what he does i call it guerrilla marketing yeah and, and what's funny is and i'll, I'll say this on the podcast because I, I i've said it i think i've said it to, to several people at this point drew estate is essentially the same type of marketing it it, it is but the, you know the difference is you don't get jonathan drew no jonathan Dr- drew doesn't care he doesn't he doesn't go off on rants and trashing uh, people who say the stick isn't good. Jonathan Drew doesn't know who I am, and he doesn't know who you he are. He doesn't Even care. if he came on our shows, he still, he'd be like, who? They, oh, yeah, I remember doing that podcast. Like, yeah, okay, they, fine, they, whatever. What? Yeah, whatever. You know, and I'd be, me, I'm just, only thing I'd be excited for is which version of JD do we get? Do we get 1985 LL Cool J? Do we, do we get 1992 Public Enemy? I, I want to know which which version of JD we get because so who do you want to have on the podcast? Like if you the, who's the one guy on your show you want to have that you haven't had yet? Like who's your oh. who is your white whale? Why it was Matt Booth. Well, then and you got they, Matt got, Booth. they got Matt Booth, and I just met him last night. He said he'd absolutely come on and do of the course. show. Yeah, and you got to remember he'll do the show, and he's gonna. St- Every time you speak and ask a question, he steals a part of your soul. <laughs> Is that how that works? Yes, it I, does. I will. Uh, I'll, I'll try to keep that in mind. Because the day after, 
we the day after I woke up, I'm like, nah, I kind of got a little bit of a cold coming on. I think he really did steal a part of me uh, <laughs> in there. And I think, yeah, I honestly, I like, I just, I would interview anybody. And I think everybody's you different and unique and has a, you know, Jose Padron would be a fantastic get. Just everybody because has a story to tell. Everybody, you know, even Carl, even Carlito Fuente. He's, he's got a story and, you know, and those two are very different personality wise. Carlito's very out there and excited and, and loves to talk and has stories for days. George Padron is more on the mild side and just like go with the flow kind of guy, but he's been in the industry forever and he's seen things and he, he just, you know, talking to those two, I think one of those two would probably be huge because you would get massive stories out of them that probably just casually talking that for them good maybe good Let, let's talk about cigar media for for a minute sure. I, 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 cigar media is in in quotes uh what do you think of cigar media now you and i are small fish in a in a relatively small pond uh, it's it's a niche market um the big guys you know half wheel cigar aficionado cigar snob cigar journal um, there's a new one on uh, on the block now. New kid on the block, ATF. Uh, where do you where do you get along with everybody in in the cigar media? For me, I typically try to stay to myself. And uh, Joe from Evil Empire Cigar Society, great dude. Uh, he's awesome. Um, you know yourself. Yes. I love your content as well. But I don't typically uh, devour I, other cigar media. I don't go after the big fish because i find that they come across elitist snobbish that they know more than you which is why we joke around with the whole moon rocks and all because you read a half wheel review and it's just oh you know oh this alaskan cinnamon that is just and part of that for me and i'll admit is a little bit of jealousy i mean uh you know because i find i find their reviews usually i think he's more negative uh, for the sake of being negative, but, but they're all they're they're ran by the almighty dollar, you know. Because one, they've all openly admitted they don't do enough with the boutique side because, well, they just don't feel that there's any that money in there's it. There's any money in it, which is a complete and total lie. And whoever pays the most money, uh, well, go ahead, we give you number one. And every year, it's always a retread from previous years. Yeah, I've talked about that. There's an article on simplystogies.com that I put out a couple of years ago about the, yeah. the cigar aficionados top 25, which I think is and absolutely- it's the same, you know, half yeah. wheel. You know, uh, we will, uh, they, they got a certain criteria except for our $10,000 cigar, which nobody can afford. Oh, no, they do an aggregate. I think Halffield does a pretty good job of that every year, doing a media aggregate where they take the podcasts and the, and the media bloggers uh, and do – and that's all they are. They're a podcast I, I, and media I, blog. I get, I get they get that, but, you know, look, the Rojas Street Tacos, pretty much everybody out there had that in their top ten. They didn't have that in there. They, you know – I don't think I've ever had – a Rojas it, Street Taco. It is, it is a life changer. Every time I've smoked that stick, it's gotten better and better and better. I pick up new flavors every time I stick. It was one of the few sticks. It was my cigar of the year last year. There you go. I bought, I've, since that stick came out, I've bought in five boxes. Of I don't it. do, don't you find these, these top 10 lists, and maybe it's just me and I'm a pretentious asshole. I find them silly. 
and, and, and kind of arbitrary. I think for, I think for some part of it, they are. But on part, it's kind of fun for me to go back and look at this, all the sticks I've smoked through the entire year and really try and go, what stick did I like? What sticks were good? And for a lot of the smaller manufacturers, they love the fact that somebody like me or somebody like you says, yeah, your stick is a top 10 stick. You know, because one, we're prob- we're one of the very few people out there media-wise that's promoting their company, that's promoting their sticks, promoting their brands. Nobody else is. You know, it's funny. I sat down with Rick Rodriguez today, and I can't wait for everybody to hear it. It's like a 10, 15-minute blurb. You probably already heard it. By the time this podcast comes out, uh, it was the podcast uh, on the 15th of July that came out. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. Uh, and there's a lot of different interviews on there with people around the industry here at the trade show. And they're just 10, 15 minute interviews. Uh, but it's all in one, one podcast episode. I, talking with Rick Rodriguez, I was like, thank you so much for sitting down with me. I really appreciate it. And he's like, no, no, no. I need you more than you need me. Michael Herklotz is another guy who gets, yes. he's like, no, I, like, you guys are the ones that, that promote us and you do it for free. And it's amazing. Yeah. And I've always said this is a passion project. I'm not in it for the money because um, there is no money. There is it. no money. There's like there's I, I zero can, money. I can there's tell everybody like, if you think you want to do this to it's, make money, you're, you're not, not going to make it. money. If you think you're going to get you're not stick, halfway. You're you're going to get sticks and manufacturers are going to be knocking down your door. They're not. No, that's no. not how this works. That's not how this all. works. No. You get into this for the passion and love of the leaf. Absolutely, it's a passion and, and, project. And for a lot, for me as well, it's the people as well. Yep. Uh, you know the people like James and other other small media members who I've struck up friendships with. I have more fun hanging out with these people. Who are some of these guys? Tell me. Who who do you like to hang out with? Small media. Uh, who, who are your go-tos? Um, Joe from the Evil yeah. Empire. He, Good dude. dude. Dude's, you know, he's my brother. We have, a, you know, our secret man love that nobody seems to understand <laughs> but us. You know, have that, you know, that's, he, he's one of those... He's one of those guys out there, small media, that I I love his show, and I don't know why he hasn't blown up. I don't know why his show is not bigger than it is. Uh, his interviews are fantastic. The way he sits down, how he showcases, and especially puts a showcase on the smaller brand stuff. Absolutely. You know, he really, he really needs... His channel and his show need far more love than what it's been getting. And Absolutely. I don't know why. I just don't know why. I love Joe. Joe's awesome. Uh, met him at the uh, uh, Milwaukee uh, Brew Fest, the Brew City Cigar Fest last year. Uh, great dude. We struck up a friendship. Uh, we had a collaboration for a little bit. And just an awesome dude. And it was nice to see him here. Because I wasn't sure if he was going to be able to make it. He made it. He and made that, it. And that was awesome. And He did that. I wanted him to actually come up and do this with us. And I was like, hey, where are you at? And he's like, ah. Milwaukee. We're a, he's like, we're on a flight. I'm like, ah, all right. Well, never mind. Yeah, he's there. Uh, you know, Tim Long, Cigar Show Tim. Uh, you know, and he that's a guy. And I'll, and I'll say, it's a guy. He didn't like my content. He didn't like me. He, but. Well, at least he, he was honest. And he was completely honest about it. And. He rubs a lot of people in a lot of channels the wrong way, but I've taken a lot of the criticism that he put against me, and I go, these are things I need to change about what I do. And him and I become friends out of it because, you know, 
He's like, dude, I, you made these changes and you listen. I was like, look, you've got far more experience than this than me. And if, you know, look, I can take, I know the difference between constructive criticism and somebody being a dick. You were given constructive criticism. Somebody may have taken it as you're just being a dick. Right. But look, I listen to constructive criticism and I'll make changes that I feel I need to make that will benefit the content. Absolutely. And he's one of those guys out there that I, I enjoy hanging out with. I enjoy talking with him uh, and uh, super great guy. Uh, Ryan from Rocky Mountain Cigar Show. He's another guy who I who I love and another another Colorado boy uh, out there. And, you know, he he puts he has more big timers on what he does out there. But his content's really good. The shows are good. And, of course, Tuesday nights on Instagram Live, 7 p.m. Mountain, 8 p.m. Central, Raw Cigar Reviews, live long-form review with Ryan and myself. There you go. See, I, I, look uh, at that little self-promotion. I that's like right. It. I'm going to self-promote. There you go. Pick I got so I got so much. I, got, I know. You know, and there's, and there's many, 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 you know, more out there that I, I don't personally know them but i enjoy their con i enjoy the content that they put out i know tim uh if you if all of you have watched him on on rumble he's you know my brother from another mother and he does a lot of stuff for the podcast he runs my website and he does cigars and coffee uh on on rumble now because we got kicked off youtube as well mm -hmm. uh fuck youtube um he loves your content i don't devour content especially cigar content because i'm just like eh. I'm so in the weeds myself. Like by the time I'm done with my own stuff, I'm like, I don't want to watch anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to. I'm just. I'm, you get burned out at a certain point doing this, and and you you're in Wyoming, and everybody else is everywhere else. I, well, you know, a lot of it. I drive a lot for work, and I'm a lot of it. I'm in a lot of rural area. You know, I listen to a lot of. Cigar content. Yeah. Because that's where I play catch up at. You know, it's like I, I've got a three hour drive between where I'm going. I devour the content. I just, whether it's on YouTube or Rumble or it's a podcast, I, I just turn it on and I listen as I'm driving. You know, to me, it provides me with the entertainment and it also gives me the update on what our people are doing. Yeah. You know, it gives me ideas for show content. It, it, I reach out to people after listening to a lot of what they have. And, um, you know, I, I, I think it's important. I don't expect everybody to watch. Or, I have so much content that's out there, you know, that I don't expect everybody to, to watch or All listen. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, when, when I see somebody like you or Bob the Cigar Guy comment on something, I get super excited because these are guys, I'm like, to me, these are rock stars. You know, thank you. <laughs> you took the time to watch something and to comment. I mean, I get super excited when I see that. Well, you know, I got to, turned on to your stuff with the whole YouTube fiasco and I'm like, dude, I feel this, dude. I feel it. I feel the pain. Like, I'm right there. I feel it in my soul. And it was... It was like, I got to get him on the show. And so when Tim said that you were coming out here, I'm like, oh, okay, we got like reach out to him. I'm like, let's get him on. So yeah, man, I can't, I, I'm glad you came on. Um, I really am. I appreciate it. I appreciate everything you do. Real quick. Do you think cigar media plays nice with each other? No, not at all. No, not no. at all. Because I'm not in the same league <laughs> as some of these guys out there. And I've, I've gone to some of these bigger guys and asked, 
you know, I've just opinions or help. It's like, oh, I'm not giving away my I'm like, dude, I'm not on your level, nor will I probably ever be on your level. I just wanted I just wanted to get some uh, you know, just just just, a little, real, just yeah. a little bit of information. That's it. You know, I'm trying to make my side. Oh, no, that's trade. Uh, you know, yeah. no, the big, the the smaller. I'll put them this way: the mid-size uh, media members out there uh, want nothing to do with us, and because to them, we're going to steal uh, we're all just their bloggers ideas. That's right. We're going to steal what they're and, doing yeah. and we're going to be bigger and badder than them. And now it, and nine, 99% chance I'm never bumped up into that, that yeah, medium nah, like media level. hundred percent chance. But they want so badly to be up in that, yeah. that top tier that they're willing to step on you and me to get there. And they're willing to steal our stuff to get to where they want to go. Yeah, you know what they say? They say uh, yeah. imitation is the greatest uh, and that's form what of flattery. I, so whatever. And, I, and that's what I said. I'm like, oh, hey, look, that guy took my idea. Whatever. Hey, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. If there was one guy in the cigar media that you looked up to and you're like, I want to be that guy when I grow up. Like, I really respect what he does. Who is that for you? Oh. Because I have my guy. I know who it is. But I want to know who yours is. Uh that's a tough. That's a that's such a tough question. There are so many good ones there's out so, there. There, right? there are so many. There's so much good content out there, and what they do, you know, uh, you know, I I I don't really want to say any name because, you know, I I I think that there's there's too many out there that are good that I love and respect. Absolutely. And that that really, if I if I ever got to that level, I would probably want to really, you know, be more like how they do things. I've taken my styles based upon a bunch of different people that I, I've i watched for years and years and years. Bob the Cigar Guy, uh, Kevin Cigar Prop, uh, and a few others. I've taken a lot of what they they did and their personality. You know, I'm like, well, my personality is similar to those guys. I... I'm a blue collar guy like Bob the cigar guy. You know, I can relate to a certain side of people, but I can't just be strictly blue collar people. I've got to get in other. Right. Kevin, how he interacts with fans and takes the time to appreciate everybody who takes the time to comment. Yeah. I'm like, that's something I got to do. I have no fans, by the way, so I don't have to worry about it. Well, I mean, that makes it easy. It does. It makes it very easy to, to <laughs> walk around the trade show. It makes it very easy. Nobody's like, who's that guy? It doesn't matter. Everybody knows. I've heard everybody go excited to talk to. They're like, yeah, where's James? Oh, I won't talk about I saw it firsthand. I'm like, yeah, you don't have fans, but the manufa- the bigwigs and the manufacturers know who you are. I, 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 love, I love everybody here. Everyone's been great. It's been fantastic. Have you had that same experience with the manufacturers? Um, Yes. You know, the, the smaller manufacturers all know me. They all love me. They all you know they all want me to come and hang out and smoke with them i'm like i got other things i gotta do but i always take the time to go and spend the time with with all of them and to uh you know show them the love that they've shown me because you know my job is i tell them i go i can't make people smoke your sticks but i'm gonna promote the hell out of it every time i do because i want people to smoke your stick absolutely absolutely tell the people where they can find you one more time so if you go over to my instagram and click on my go to my bio there's a link tree there it has all the links to everything that's me tuesday nights raw cigar reviews with ryan from rocky mountain cigar show on instagram 7 p.m mountain 80 sir we do live long form cigar review and we have fun and 
chill out and do whatever. And Thursday night, hang out with myself and Wrench, uh, where we just hang out and bullshit. And we have met, we have industry people on. We have social media content creators on. We have up and coming content creators on that we bike their content that feel that pe- more people should know about. Nice. And so we bring them on to give them an opportunity to showcase them to people as well. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, so so uh, I've got so much, you know, I got all that going on. And Monday nights, uh, I do live interviews over on YouTube, simulcasted on Facebook. I got so much stuff going on, but you can find me anywhere. Instagram's the best place to ca- keep up that? with me. At- 505 underscore cigar underscore review. If you type 505 into the search bar, it'll be the first it'll be the first account that pops up. There you go, Dan Ravinelli. Thank you so much for hanging out with me for a while and talking media on media. I think that's what I'll probably title this episode is uh, Cigar Media on Cigar Media. I appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of the trade show. Thank We're going to go do an Instagram live right now. Uh, guys, uh, remember, uh, you know, I've got a uh, next time coming up. It'll be with Nick Cirrus from LH Cigars. We'll be talking about Cuban cigars on our Cuban sub series. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Until next time, stay smoky, friends. Thank you for listening to Simply Stogies. Visit simplystogies.com for the latest articles and reviews. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for the latest in video content. And please rate and review Simply Stogies on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. You can follow James on his cigar journey on Instagram at Simply Stogies Podcast, all one word, and on Twitter at the Twitter handle at Simply Stogies. If you have a question or suggestion for James or would like to be on the show, please send an email to info at simplystogies.com. <laughs>